So if we have, um, there's a wish to stay uh, half an hour of uh, some uh, question. And um, in recent times, I, if I may say, anybody wants to split, you're absolutely welcome. Um, but in uh, recent times, I've changed them a little bit with the uh, the form. So uh, the way of uh, making some uh, changes with the form, um, out of great uh, uh, compassion, of course, that uh, generally people ask the question and then have the um, little bit of security of being able to stay on their rather warm seat over the last hour or so. So people turning their neck and uh, to save people from getting neck ache, I've uh, I just moved this. You see, you need to get the point. <laughs> so if anything you want to ask about, you just or say comment about anything. It's uh, you know inspired by the toilet. We're into openness here. So so if anything you'd like to ask about, just come. And then you can ask. And if it's an easy question, I'll reply. And if it's a difficult question, I'll avoid it and redirect the question to the one who asks. And if nobody has anything to ask, the pleasures of silence. <laughs> yes, anyone? Anything you like. You made a comment during your speech, yes. um, just a side remark about Mr. Shapiro. Yes. Monsanto. <laughs> Monsanto. And I just finished reading a book about genetically engineered foods Have and, you? and there was so much horrifying information mm. in that book um, and you've also mentioned your friend who, who works with um, in the area of violence yes mm. and and so my question is when <coughs> when we're working and when we're trying to mm. do something to change yes. what what is um, how do you have suggestions for us um, for how we can bring our practice um, into those situations where, you know, there is such? Yeah, yeah, it's an Im important and um, ma major area. Do you think I could avoid answering the question and um, ask, wha ask what you do? Ask me? <laughs> mm. do you, yes, what, what, what's your area of... Uh, if any, of uh, engagement, or what inspired you to read about uh, the uh, the food industry, etc. What inspired me to read? Yeah, yeah, about um, that particular area. Well, my particular work is in city and town planning, and I've ah. become very immersed in the issue of sustainability. Excellent. Nice one. Nice one. So, uh, in there's always two features, I think, which are are important. Um, one is called uh, the general, and the other is called the particular. Actually, long tradition of this, the Buddha's explored and spoke, used those precise words. And the general is the reference in life to um, uh, a general overview, or overall sense of things, which you and I and others may express concern about. So, one uh, here's a situation with this genetically modified food, the possible uh, health threats to uh, young, old uh, alike, and the consequences uh, of that, as, as well as the um, immediate threat, of course, to uh, biodiversity, and all the consequences of the neglect of all of that. And one feels c uh, concern about it in the overview of, of things, and I think it is a very, very important concern in terms of the uh, food chain and what the industry wants to do in terms of the exploitation. Well, meaning as it thinks it actually is. Then there's the particular. And the particular 
is our capacity, small as it might be and it might seem, to actually find ways to make a difference. And if the general, that is the larger view, and the information that accompanies it begins to overwhelm, it tends to have a draining effect and we feel helpless, disappointed, frustrated, what's the point? The self-doubt comes in and we lose our authority as a human being to express our concern. So one's got to be very respectful in a way to the general. Uh, it is important, I do think, to be well informed as you in, in the way that uh, you just expressed. And the, the flow on and the follow up to that, what way in particulars can I make a small difference there? And to keep faith with that so that we're not just acquiring what could be interpreted as painful information, which could then have a kind of uh, heavy layer impact on our emotional life, God, this food chain mess, or whatever it might be, but actually finding some way from the information to channel it through. And sometimes that isn't so obvious in areas of our life, daily life. Is there a way, come back to if I may ask, is there a way for you to, as it were, uh, channel, make yourself some kind of uh, vehicle in some way to communicate what you know or what you have read through your role in planning and sustainability? Is there anything that you can do to say, there needs to be concerned about this particular area. Not saying there is, I just asking. There, well, yes, there are. Um, I guess my my question is more how to manage, you know, in my practice, manage the, you know, the the negative feelings that come up that that do and yeah. get in the way of me doing these yeah. things that might help. In in um, the. the the, the negative feelings, there's enough obvious negativity in the world already, who wants to add even uh, more, more to it? The difficulty with sometimes with people of uh, practice uh, is that there is some <coughs> sometimes inhibition which concerns me with, with lots of Dharma friends, where there's a confusion between being critical and being negative. And people don't want to appear negative. It's a it's a kind of very naughty thing to do in the Dharma world. So the sometimes the result of it is unwilling to be critical in case one sounds negative. So how's your critical voice? How is my critical voice? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Without the negativity, may I ask? You don't can always say, shut up, Christopher. I don't want to <laughs> come, come here to be asked these questions. I just want to know something else. But uh, since you're here, why not? You mean, how could I say something that was critical without being negative? Exactly, yeah. I think, I think all of us should, should be very careful what we eat and stop all and right. make sure that, that it contains no genetically engineered food. All right, all right. So, uh, uh, so in, in that, uh, I think it's just an important thing to put out, some consideration to the Dharma, what we eat, exactly. And, and even though... I think in England we might pay 10 to 40 percent more for, say, organic food than one would if one went to Safeways or one of these pl uh, one of these places. But more of us who go to the organic, it, that will encourage the farmers, and the prices will come down, and the poorer people in this world, in our community, will get be a little bit better off as a as a result. All of us can make a contribution in that, 
And I think another contribution that we could, m could make is it is for reflection and consideration um, in the support of serving and saving all sentient beings, which is a strong theme, that we might consider as well stop eating animal, birds and fish. And I think it's, an, it's, a, it's a reflection and uh, a, a consideration. And if the animal, birds and uh, fish uh, could speak, they would say, thank you very much for not eating us. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, so it, it's taking steps. And sometimes little things, it's a bit inconvenient, or we, or we got used to sinking our teeth into the backside of a cow, and we, we're reluctant to give it up. Um, but sometimes a little renunciation there, um, really, and paying a little bit more, which etc. etc., is is worthwhile to do. And there may be ways in sustainability and in your work you can put it out as well. Uh, there, not so therefore not shy about concern, not shy about <coughs> criticism, but also giving support to as well. And that people have got to be inspired as much as get knowledge. We have a lot more knowledge and we don't have enough inspiration around us. So you can do a good service. But it wouldn't be a very Buddhist thing for me to um, keep thinking Mr. Shapiro is a monster, which it's very hard not to do. No, 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 no it, w it wouldn't be very Buddhist, even if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 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 no, probably best not to think of him as a monster. You're, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you're right. I, I think um, the situation, and, and I may say, as a, as a Euro European, the outrage in Europe about Monsanto genetically modified food, and it going to Europe, and it's not on the, um, not not labelled, it's not being identified. We don't know what's what, etc., etc. Uh, has has, cure, uh, has produced a, a, a public outrage throughout the continent of, uh, of, of Europe uh, about it. So I think it is important to keep putting the word out very strongly, not to be shy of writing uh, letters, letters to the, the, the Mr. Shapiro's uh, 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 of the world, and so that we, get we protect our planet as, as best that we can. Good. Thank you. <coughs> yes, anyone, please. Yeah, go on. You don't, no, it's all right. No, no need. Yes, question is, go on. Question is, even talk about Mr. Shapiro as bad. Bad. Modesty is bad. As bad, yes. It's called aversion. I don't like it. I don't want it. Yes. It's called negative feeling, mm. which is not good. <laughs> I like this idea of what's a Buddhist, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. One has to be a little... It's called negative feeling. It's called disorder in the mind. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but when uh, it is a, a, a difficulty, so sometimes it may be more appropriate. We see for ourselves whether, in looking at things which we feel concerned about, whether it's over-personalized, uh, and there and there is that uh, uh, danger, or whether in expressing concern um, there is a matter of awareness, there is a matter of accountability, and there is a, a, a matter of um, um, deep concern and creatures, the biodiversity and the poor farmers of the world I mean who are, if Monsanto wants to, is selling them crops which after one year they're, they're, they're self-dissolving so that compels the farmer to have to buy it. This is, this is manipulation and any uh, 
concern both to the CEOs, Mr. Shapiro, uh, and others, I think is well worthwhile, and I think it is important to express uh, concern, but to be vigilant, as you pointed out, when, uh, as often said in the Green Movement, be watchful that we don't demonize <coughs> uh, those people. They have to eat as well. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Come. J just for the sake of doing something you don't want to do. No other reason. <laughs> um, in, yes. in the question before that question. Yes, please. You uh, touched on a phrase that I thought was interesting. You said inner authority. Yes. Something about reawakening yes. your inner authority. Absolutely. And uh, that's what I, I kind of attached, reawakening. Yes. Reawakening mm. to inner authority. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's so much, you know, for those of us who started meditating or trying to be mindful mm. or, you know, taking a good look at the Eightfold Path, yes. approximately halfway through our lives. Yes. Um, there's a certain level of surrendering Mm -hmm. what has been your inner authority to openness to. Yes. Renewed, renewed. Yes. That we may be looking at. Yes, sure. And I guess I get a little confused sometimes uh, between uh, an inner, uh, inner authority that might lead to like aversion. Yeah, yeah. Or like thinking I'm very smart or something like yes, that. Yes, sure. Mm -hmm. Compared to the, I believe, beneficent yeah. Awakening, alert, kind of inner authority that you touched on. Yeah, yeah, Could yes, yes, yes. It's a uh, a good, good, good point. And um, um, uh, and if if I may may say, just um, uh, just coming back when I was walking down the road here, coming back from uh, uh, Wordsworth, this struck struck me that uh, it's um, April uh, twenty sixth. It's a tiny small day, my. Uh, recollection because um, 33 years ago on April 26, 1967, in the time of hippie culture, etc., etc., that I uh, started on the hippie trail towards uh, towards India, and was there about well in the east about 10 years. Six of them as a Buddhist monk, etc., etc., and so it's. In terms of inner authority and the and the uh, uh, use of it, it's something which in us uh, ca can grow a great deal. And what it means, it's almost changing the sense inside of ourselves of what means inner authority. So sometimes in its more unsatisfactory mode, and it's all of us have to be vigilant about that in any kind of authority that we have, it can manifest and show itself as conceit, self-righteousness, um, arrogance, um, uh, bullying, patronizing, etc. You know, one has to watch that kind of edge of the ego and authority getting all mixed up there together. And, and, and it's not, not, not very nice and not very uh, uh, pleasant. The inner authority is of a different kind of uh, order. And when it is uh, genuine, the way that it shows itself is as far as one can see, therefore not making it, of course, uh, arrogance or conceit here, is listening inwardly deep enough inside of ourselves to say, well, what, what shows the wisdom in this situation? What shows 
uh, a deep abiding kindness? What shows a real support for, whatever it might be? And therefore, it, for in authority, it does often require from us um, more of a commitment to a more contemplative way of being, times of meditation. It does require us having the capacity to stop and say, well, in this situation, what would be the wise activity? What would be the wise thing to do or not to do? And if we listen to that, and, if we, and that wisdom is with us, we are, you know, we are homo sapiens after all, not homo ignoramus, <laughs> or even worse, homo shoppians, that if we really attend in, 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 and we touch on that wisdom and that understanding, that's the authority. It's not of I, me, and my, in terms of that. It, 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 it's coming out of a profound sense of uh, interconnectedness. It's coming out of a, a depth of, of, of being. And it might be, in some areas of life, where there is difficulty and confusion, just because we ask the question and, and are very committed to asking, well, what's the wise thing in this situation? doesn't necessarily mean that the answer immediately comes of what's appropriate. But at least we are saying to ourselves, my old conditioned reaction is not satisfactory. At least we are saying to myself, my anger, my fear, my agitation, my worry, my, condi- my um, complaining, my whinging, you know, nothing's going right, my nah, 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 uh, mind, that's not wisdom. That, that, that there's, n- there's no authority in that. It, you know, we're just compelled by the old tendency. So it isn't an easy undertaking, but wisdom and inner authority are the same thing. Yes, anyone, please. Yes, please. Yes, come. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good to be brave. Nice. No, nothing better. Yes, My question please. has to do with violence, and it's mm. you touched on it. And yeah. I mean, each day that I pick up the globe or the Times, I, you know, or every few days I read about you know children with guns, and I read about one child killing killing another, and it just. Or, you know, if yeah. you believe that, I mean, it seems like everything has gone pretty crazy. And there was a very passionate letter in the, Glo- in the Boston Globe today that I guess a parent wrote about that it just really has to stop. And it was sort of like a cry of, of help or something. Yeah. And, um, I just feel like we're really surrounded by it and it, it isn't getting any better. Even no, as prosperous I agree. as the society is. Yes, absolutely. Really, you know, and it's kind of overwhelming. Um, t- um, uh, and it may reflect a little bit earlier with the, n- the negativity. It's a l- what it means. Today I had um, in the morning um, at um, IMS we have small groups, and uh, Shada teaches with me, and um, uh, Sally Clough from the West Coast, one of the teachers there, and myself. And in the small groups, whatever is going on for people, we talk about. Some of the meditation teachers, very appropriately. Just keep strictly to the meditation. The hours are what's going on with you. That's what we. That's what we look at. And three women were sitting together. One has just recently fled her husband. 
be trying, hoping that through trying to be kind, it would help to uh, arrest his anger towards her and his fault finding and his blaming and his etc. etc. And it just went on, and eventually she had to speak with her feet etc. Next to her was uh, a judge who uh, therefore is, is of course in the obviously judiciary system and making decisions about uh, there. And next to her was a counsellor who's dealing uh, with violent um, uh, men and particularly the woman but particularly with children who have been on the receiving end uh, of it. You know, just happened to be in, in, that, in that group and then therefore dealing with exactly what you're, what you're saying. I think what is important in all of this, that sometimes in our situation, whatever it might be, we get a subtle atmosphere, a subtle negative situation. And we hardly see the, that it's coming from the same kind of place, but intensified. So what I mean by that is, we're in a, si we're in a situation, and then around us, person or people are being noisy. Hmm? We start to get a little angry, a little negative, a little irritated, a little hostile, a little resentful. Put that up X number of times and one has got what you've just expressed concern about yeah. there. So if we, with the resources and practices and reminders and self-awarenesses that, that we have, we have to find a way to understand can I be steady and clear and not be negative and not be reactive and understand what that means in spite of something happening around me which I don't like? Mm. Can I just, that's it, that's how it is, that's what is in this moment. And just to be with it and feel clear and okay with the selves in spite of. And maybe out of, out of that there's enough clarity that we don't keep feeding the negativity with each other. As an example, somebody says to you or says to us, oh, the other day this person made me so mad, da-da-da-da. And then the other person says, oh, I know just how you feel. I feel like that as well. They make me mad too. Mm. It's just more negativity, mm. colluding with the negativity. And, and therefore, it practices to see, can we be clear? making the loving-kindness meditations, meta-meditations, really a solid practice to, deal, to uh, uh, deal with this. Not feeding negativity by just submitting to what, uh, to what others say there. And sometimes where one is, for those in a very difficult situation, really oppressed with aggression and, and, neg and negativity, the practice of being utterly still, silent, and looking that person in the eyeballs and keeping still and calm and if one is facing with anger one small tip one might say keep the voice very low tight so it cools down and sometimes when a person is very angry it is impossible for that person to hear anything mm -hmm. so then we say look you know, too much anger here can we make another time when you're a bit more cooled out or whatever, 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 it, whatever it, uh, it, it might be. So sometimes in our own lives, it, it's an important part of our work on ourselves. How can I deal with the negativity and, and the anger? And even at a more subtle level, say, okay, c 
can I just handle this clearly? Mm -hmm. There. And once again, I, um, it's back to the general and the particular. Mm -hmm. The general, as you point out, is important. If we get overwhelmed with the general, we'll feel despair about the condition of society, and in that we can too root to the problem, not to the cure. Well, I think that's true. I mean, it is... I think what you're saying is, is really true, and also to really examine your own feelings, your own yes. anger arising. Hmm. But it gets, it's, I guess sometimes it's, it's the whole thing of getting overwhelmed. It's like the, the whole issue, it's the, like the global warming issue, or it's the yeah. issue of the genetically engineered food, yep. and that hmm. kind of subtle balance of wanting to know and wanting to do something mm -hmm. on a personal level, but yeah. then not being overwhelmed by the sort of global... Exactly. Uh, to put it in Dharma language here, how easy it is to concentrate just on the first noble truth of forms of suffering mm. and forget we're concerned with the resolution of it, mm. that means an awakened life, mm. and what's going to really make that mm. possible. You know, I gave a talk for me just briefly to finish it, um, with um, uh, Amnesty International, you know, the wonderful organization, the International Secretariat in London, asked to come and, and meet, uh, meet with them, and having to deal with incredibly painful situations, nearly all of the pain, all the people who are um, uh, victims, are victims of anger in various forms. Yeah. You know, cruelty and uh, imprisonment and torture. It's, it's, it's great anger, in emotional force, or very controlled anger, but it's still the violence on, peop on people. And there was a terrible turnover in the staff at Amnesty International, because they couldn't handle mm. dealing with this. And I would say to them, what do you, go, what do, you do when you get home at night? And they say, oh, pour out a, a gin and tonic and watch the news. Mm. And more oh, suffering. Oh. More and 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 the organism, the human being, is quite sensitive. We, have, you know, we're just delicate creatures, and we've got to, in in any committed life for the welfare of others, to acknowledge that, but to generate time mm. in 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 which there's the absence of that to gain some renewal, mm -hmm. and therefore what we read is important. If we watch the box, what do we listen to? Mm -hmm. Do we have periods of silence? Do we have contact with nature? Do we get the support from uh, like-minded people? Mm -hmm. You and I, we, we, we need all of these resources uh, to give a good stability to consciousness so that we can deal with, with things personally and, cl and globally. Thank you. That's um, a very good answer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we finish with a couple of quiet minutes? Yes. Has anybody really had anything wanted to say? Of course, just come, but otherwise we'll...
all beings live in peace. May all beings live in harmony. May all beings live in peace and harmony. to thank uh, each and every person for uh, coming here this evening. It's always a, a sweet uh, delight to uh, come to uh, CIMC, to thank uh, uh, Larry, uh, of course, and uh, the other teachers, Narayan and other teachers who give so much uh, love and service to the welfare and the benefit of, of all, and to managers and organizers here at CIMC who uh, act as real pillars to uh, enable all of us to use such wonderful resources and to have uh, such an extraordinary centre right in the uh, uh, middle here of the uh, locality. It really is, I know for a number of people, and they tell me it's a barrier, a refuge and a sanctuary and a resource. And sometimes just knowing that the places here, the meditation rooms are here, the cushions are here, the silence here, and where people can come and gather with real mutual respect for each other is a very important thing in a difficult world and it's a credit to everybody. So I wish you a very safe, pleasant journey uh, home and uh, hope to see you again in not too distant future and that would be uh, in this uncertain world, if it flows okay, would be in August. Okay, thank you. <laughs>